Revolutionary.org podcast coming your way. This is number 324. Steve Smee here and Rick checking in. Hey, what's up, Steve? What's up, guys? How's everybody doing out there? We are doing good. We are doing good. So, guys, this is another chemical episode. Let's get right to it. We're going to talk about clenbuterol. It's also called clen. You've probably heard it. What um, podcast number is this? 324. 324, guys. 324. Let's keep it going. Yep. So, guys, so clan, you, it's the, uh, a lot of people compare it to ephedrine. It's a beta 2 receptor stimulant, and it will allow you to burn stored fat as energy before you reach other sources of fuel. So we're going to talk about in this podcast how effective it really is. Um, it's been approved in certain European countries as an asthma drug. Not in the United States, though. Not in the United States. It's very, very important to understand that. But it's been found in livestock with farming worldwide. And the reason for that is they give it to the animals to increase fat-free lean mass so the animals get more muscles and less fat. So I'm going to bring in Rick to talk a little bit about the history of clenbuterol. Obviously, we're talking about it because it's a fat loss drug that bodybuilders use off-label. So let's talk about the history and see how we kind of got clenbuterol uh, in bodybuilding. Well, clenbuterol was first patented in 1967, and it came into medical use around 1977. It does take sometimes decades for these drugs to find their place. Sometimes they're developed for one purpose, and then in testing, they figure out that it has other effects. And a lot of times, some of these drugs will go into production and use for decades, and we won't fully understand pharmacologically how they work. We just know that human bodies can tolerate them, and so we take them, and they have some benefit, but a lot of times, we don't fully understand them. In the case of clenbuterol, it was approved for use as a bronchodilator for asthma in some countries. And like Steve said, it was also used in livestock. So your livestock wouldn't be as fatty, be a more muscular, more muscular uh, animal. In the United States, it was never really widely used or, or really used for asthma or, or even livestock. The only allowed uses in the U.S. were on horses that had trouble breathing. And this was horses because, because humans wouldn't consume the horse, obviously. These were either work animals. Clembuta was banned in horse racing competitions, obviously, because he would give horses a, an unfair advantage. But it was allowed for, for work animals that were not to be consumed by, by humans. So from the very start in the U.S., clembuterol was just never really something that the government wanted people to be using or or for the animals that people were consuming to be using. Around the world, clenbuterol was used as a bronchodilator. I remember in steroid users and athletes, other athletes obviously started using it in their regimen. It, it, is, it is a very uh, strong stimulant, so you will get some energy from it. It burns fat. It definitely will raise your temperature to help you burn fat. And also it will uh, help promote fat burning at your cells. When I first got online and I started researching steroids online back in the in 2000, 2001, remember I used to get online with a uh, 
14.7K modem, I think it was, uh, through, through America Online. And some of the first websites that I saw from sources overseas that were selling steroids, and they would give you sample cycles. Many of these sources would put clenbuterol in at the end of your cycle, like during where your PCT would be. And the reason for that is because clenbuterol is, has, is, has been also known as an anti-catabolic and maybe a bit of a muscle builder. So because clenbuterol was known to help you not lose muscle mass, obviously, when you're cutting and also maybe help you build a little bit of muscle, some people thought, and it wasn't suppressive to your, uh, to your natural production, many uh, European sources and European bodybuilders, I'm sure, were adding clenbuterol during their PCT and even sometimes before cycle because folklore is also that clenbuterol helps you clear your androgen receptors after cycle, you know, upregulate them, all these things to just make your androgen receptors way more sensitive to your later cycles. Now, uh, nowadays today, uh, clenbuterol, in my opinion, maybe Steve will tell me differently, I think has kind of fallen out of favor quite a bit. Albuterol seems to be a, a better and safer option than clenbuterol. And also there are some over-the-counter some are kind of grayish area now banned stimulants that are just, just do a much better job than clenbuterol ever did at burning fat and that help you suppress appetite and all these things. So because it is, clenbuterol has surely taken a hit in popularity, in my opinion, but I don't know. What, what do you think, Steve? Uh, I, I mean, that's, that's it for the history of it, but what do you think, Steve? Do you think? Well, yeah, let's talk about the history. Um, so we can go back maybe 15, 20 years um, 10, 15, 20 years, celebrities made clenbuterol blow up, okay? Um, Britney Spears, Lindsay Lohan, Victoria Beckham, Nicole Richie, more and more, especially female celebrities, have used clenbuterol, and it's helped them get, get, lose a lot of fat. But we also have a lot, ones that have actually talked about their clenbuterol use, such as Ashley Mayer, Mayer she was a, an LA fitness model. She used clenbuterol for many years. She dropped, she says she dropped 10 pounds right away using it. And, but the problem is over time, she said that clenbuterol actually backfired because it screwed up her metabolism. She said she got addicted to it and she couldn't get back um, her initial weight loss. Um, when she came out. So it's a nice, it gives you a nice uh, rebound effect when you stop using it. So she says that after she stopped using cleanse, she actually uh, gained 20, 30, 40, 50 pounds. Um, and she was like, man, what the heck is going on here? So, you know, we see a perfect example of how something can work in the short term, but then in the long term, it's not an effect of weight loss. Um, product and that's why it's kind of falling off in bodybuilding because we have so much better options when it comes to weight uh, fat loss and weight loss now that are more permanent than just taking clenbuterol losing five or ten pounds being miserable on it frankly and then you're gaining it all back you know so you know we're going to talk about some of the, the side effects too um, when it comes to clenbuterol but um yeah i'm not a fan of it personally at all i've used it a couple times and, um, you know, I'm not a fan of it, but the guys that you do use clenbuterol, the guys and gals, yes, they use it exclusively as a fat loss trial. They'll use it in a cycle 
when they're trying to cut. And there are studies that show it can increase your fat-free mass and increase your basal metabolic rate, your BMR. And it also has some anti-catabolic and anabolic properties. At least that's what the studies and on paper show. But in real life, we've come to find out that's not really the case. Um, so yes, you, some people react really well to Clumbitrol. They'll lose some weight in the short term. But in the long term, it's not going to help you lose weight, and it can't actually backfire on you. Yeah, some of the bro science uh, from the sources and everybody around the way with clenbuterol throughout the years was that it, one, decreased cortisol, so it decreased catabolic hormones, and two, that it made your muscle cells more sensitive, the androgen receptors in your cells more sensitive to, the, to your just regular testosterone, or whatever you were taking, has the reason uh, some sources 20 years ago, I'm talking about obviously, right? Su would suggest you use clenbuterol on the way out of your cycle to help quote unquote solidify your gains. And so yeah, you don't lose all of your muscle mass because it worked as an, it's an anti-catabolic and your muscles would, would do more with, with the natural testosterone production you could make. So this, this is, I don't think there's a, there's a lot of studies out there to support this more than just uh, user anecdotes, but that is what the, what the word was out there about it. And, and I've noticed that in the last few years, the, the thinking about clenbuterol has changed. People no longer regard it. The, all the stuff I'm saying, people no longer think about clenbuterol that way as an anti-catabolic, as a muscle builder, as a, a, a post-cycle, uh, as a good post-cycle therapy drug. Uh, do you agree, Steve? I've used it a couple times. I can tell you that um, around the time I was using it, I was doing a lot of cardio as my, you know, in my exercise re regimen along with weight training. And it really just destroyed my cardio. And I just like, I was taking it and I would get this nasty, nasty heartburn while I was on it. And this started happening like the third or fourth day I was on it. I started getting this horrible heartburn. And I was just like going lay down on my bed. And it felt like I was having like a heart attack or a stroke or something. It was so bad. And then I stopped taking it. And it took like two or three days for that side effect to go away. And then maybe a few months later, I was like, you know what? Let me try it again. So I tried it again. Same thing. Third or fourth day, starting this horrible heartburn. Absolutely destroyed my cardio. I used to go run laps. There was a school near my house. And I used to go there after work and just run laps around the track, the football track they had there. And on Clembutrol, oh my gosh, it just killed my endurance. I couldn't even run around the freaking track for four laps without getting winded on it. So it really does a number on your heart health and on your stomach and everything. How about you, Ray? What kind of size did you get? Yeah, if, you, if you're just using it to help increase performance – little tiny bit will do you. If you need it to lose fat, then you have to use more. And then now it starts to raise your heart rate. So now you have less cardio. So, I mean, it is banned from sports because it, if you use a small enough amount, it can help and help you stay leaner too. You know, I, so my relationship with stimulants has been, has been a little bit weird in, in the following regards. See, I, I do well in stimulants, love caffeine, love your handy, did well in ephedra. Even though ephedra, I felt like 
it made my dick just shrivel a little bit. That fucking ephedra just made your dick feel like it just wasn't getting all the way up. It's weird. Clen felt a little bit like that, but not, not so much. When it comes to helping people that, that are trying to lose body fat and, and they want to use stimulants, you have to be really conscious of, of what you're actually doing with the stimulants, especially clenbuterol. You shouldn't use clenbuterol as a, as a way to mask the fact that you just have, you know, just bad, bad habits, bad eating habits. You don't exercise enough. You know, that, that short-term energy and fat loss you get from clenbuterol, if the lifestyle is not there afterwards when you get off this stuff, you'll be right back to where you started, maybe worse off. So clenbuterol, maybe, if, and I, you'll hear, hear this on the, of this podcast a lot. Maybe if you're uh, competing, you got a photo shoot, and you're already 10, 9% body fat and you need to shave just an extra 2% in the next couple of weeks here to, to get to get where you need to go, to, to look the way you need to look. I can see Clint really working in for you on a time schedule like that. But not if you're like coming off a of quarantine and you're a little bit fat and you just want to have a, a beach body in a little bit less time. So you're just going to, put your body through the stress of clenbuterol just to lose body fat a couple, just a few weeks quick, quicker, just a few weeks quicker than you would with just good, good eating habits and living habits. So definitely uh, clenbuterol, when it comes to making the decision to use clenbuterol, I, unless you have a certain date that you need to be a certain look by, there's no reason to add it in if you find yourself just a little bit chubby and you really want to get that chubbiness off, then just diet down, lifestyle, good habits, and don't fuck with the stimulants. You, you shouldn't. You know what I mean? What do you think, Steve? I mean, I, I guess you answered a question. I mean, I don't, we don't, I guess we're trying to tell people out there, we're, we're giving you all the information on, on clenbuterol today, but we're telling you, you shouldn't use, you should not use clenbuterol as a fat loss uh, crutch. It's your lifestyle and your habits and your diet and your uh, consistency with training. That's where, that's, that's what should be your foundation to your staying lean. Not having to use clenbuterol a couple of times per year just to, just to stay in the low teens and body fat. You're just doing damage to your body and it's just unnecessary and it's unjustifiable. What do you say? I think most people who take Clen don't like it. There's a very small percentage who absolutely love it. Um, I'd say 90% don't. So if you're in that 10%, you might like it. It might give you good results. So some of the side effects, we really have to go over this because Clen really does a number on your body. Heart problems, blood pressure issues, overheating, that's a big one. If you're running this stuff and you live in a hot climate, I mean, you'll feel like death on it. You're going to sweat on it. You might get some anxiety, some heartbeat issues, dizziness, the shakes. That's another thing I got. You start, you start shaking during the day. You'll be like shaking. So I don't really like messing with these types of beta agonist type of stimulants and not even like caffeine. I don't even mess with caffeine because I don't want anything running my body. I want my, I want my brain running my body. I don't want a drug running my body. See, I, I love 
stimulants, love caffeine, live on that stuff. I just, I didn't think Clan was that great compared to everything else, all the other stimulants you can do to just keep yourself going and stuff. Maybe as an appetite suppressant. But it doesn't work like, it doesn't work like like caffeine from coffee though. That's a thing. It's not like a something, it's not like something. Oh no, it's an adrenaline. It's a different, listen, it's a different, it's a different high. Okay, it's like an adrenaline kind no, of. No, but it's not really a high though. It's not like you drink coffee that are real. Oh, it's a, it's a, it's an opera. I guess I'm just calling it a high. But yeah, oh yeah, it's different. Clenbuterol is is acting like, like adrenaline, in your in your system where caffeine is just blocking the hormone that would make you sleepy. It's just blocking it. While now, clen is is acting like it's adrenaline in your body. So let's go over, Rick, the dosages if you do decide to use Clen, and then we're going to talk about what you need to stack with it because there are some supplements you need to stack of it, like like taurine and potassium electrolytes. So I'm going to let you talk about that, but I'm going to go over the, the dosages. So usually with Clen, you want to start out with 20 to 40 micrograms a day. Um, and then what you do is you gradually increase it slowly now women you're gonna run half that to start so women 10 to 20 men 20 to 40 micrograms and then you're gonna gradually increase every few days you maybe increase it by 10 or 20 micrograms and then you'll get up to you know a certain amount for men i got up to probably 120 micrograms and my side effects were crazy 120 maybe 140 at the most so really i don't see a point of going higher than that and women you know you don't need to exceed 80 maybe a hundred micrograms at most. And then there's some people that say, you know, run it two weeks on two weeks off, but there's other people that say two weeks on two weeks off is not going to be effective because the real um, fat loss really doesn't kick in with clen until four or five, six weeks into it. So they'll say, run it. You've got to run it for quite a while um, for, to get the best results out of it. So, but you know, the two weeks on two weeks off is like a conservative way to run it but it's just not going to give you the results if you run it for four to six weeks straight. And uh, if you can survive uh, the side effects, but the reason you gradually increase it is because if you just jump on it and start running hundred, 120 micrograms right off the bat, you know, it can cause problems. If you have existing heart issues, it's going to make your existing heart issues way worse. And if you have anxiety issues, it's going to make your anxiety way worse. So you want to just kind of gradually increase it. And then when the side effects start getting annoying, then you stop increasing it and you stick to that, that dosage. And then you roll with that for the duration of the amount of time you're taking it. And Clan is not hormonal, so it's not going to shut you down or suppress you or anything like that. Um, when it comes to hormones, like, you know, the testosterone, um, but it can do other stuff to your metabolic health. So Rick, come in, chime in on that, and also chime in on what you should be using while you're taking clenbuterol because of the nasty pumps that you can get from clenbuterol. Yeah, and clenbuterol is not the doses. The dosing doesn't, it's not dependent on weight. I've seen housewives that need, you know, 40, 60 micrograms to really feel it. And then I've come across football players that can't tolerate 20 micrograms because it makes their heart jump out of their chest. You know, so it doesn't matter how big you are, really your tolerance to stimulants. It's really what it's going to determine what your ideal dosing is if you're going to use Clen. 
definitely taurine, definitely electrolytes, Pedialyte, coconut water. These are all nice things to take when you're on clean. It's going to make you sweat more. Your temperature is going to be higher. You're going to be losing body fat, burning more calories. So add in electrolytes and add in taurine also. The pumps for sure is uh, it's really important when, when you're, when you're uh, messing with clean beauty world. And yeah, just to, to get to get your money's worth out of a diet. The one thing that I've that has really kept me away from clenbuterol all these years, really kept me away from it is, is running the chance at enlarging in my heart. I'm already using steroids, which could and will enlarge in my heart, but clen seems to be from everything I've ran across and seen throughout the years. It, it seems to be more dangerous than testosterone or other steroids for growing you know, for, for enlarging your heart. And, and that's just something I'm, I'm, I'm just not something I, I'm really afraid of. So, uh, uh, so that's kept me away from, from clan because that's just, you know, we, as we're going along in this journey, right. Trying to look our best, trying to look better, trying to look incredible. You've got to, you've got to weigh the risks with the benefits. And in my opinion, taking something that's just going to make me burn fat quicker, quicker, because I can still burn that fat. It'll just take me longer without the clan, right? I'll just more consistent, more time. I'll still burn that fat. It's just making me burn fat quicker, but I might, but my heart might be larger from here on out because of it. it the, the risk is just doesn't, it doesn't, it doesn't do it for me. So I've, I've tried it a couple of times, but stayed away from it mostly and, you know, mess with other stimulants uh, to help me get through my day. And as far as appetite suppression, just, uh, I mean, Steve knows, just cutting out the carbs, simple sugars, that'll go a long way, helping you not have cravings and you don't, you don't, you don't really need any of that. It honestly didn't even do anything for my cravings or appetite at all, to be honest with you. So maybe it just made me so sick that I didn't want to eat, <laughs> you know? You know, but, for, you for, know. I mean, for me, it helped with appetite a little bit, but then, then again, caffeine helps me with appetite anyway. Every time I get a little bit of a stimulant, it does help with, with appetite suppression. And I, yeah, I think Clen really did make my stomach turn a little bit. Probably it's the reason, you know, Hudia Gordonia uh, made, made me feel the same way. I didn't want to eat, but I felt like my, my stomach was turning on it. Yeah. That's probably not a good thing for your uh, gut health at all to have something that does that. So guys, n guard, if you do decide to use clan, don't abuse it. And then definitely get on n guard. Cause the cramps are really nasty on, on clan. You'll notice like, it'll feel like your back will start cramping up and stuff. And you really, really have to be on the N2 guard because the N2 guard has a lot of taurine in it. And that's going to save you when it comes to having those cramps. So it's a must on clan. I recommend seven to 10 caps of N2 guard a day. If you, if you do decide to, to run uh, clan. And, and, and you'll get your multivitamins, multiminerals in there too. Most guys running clan butyrol are obviously uh, cutting their calories down on, on a deficit. You're trying to lose body fat, right? So, Adding the Antugard, not only will it give you that taurine, and, but you're also going to get vitamins and minerals, which you're going to need, especially if you're not eating as much as, as you used to.
All right, guys, we covered everything on clenbuterol. Next episode, we're going to talk about albuterol, which is the baby cousin of clenbuterol. For Steve Smee and Rick, has been another episode of Evolutionary Radio. Take care. We'll talk to you guys next week. Enjoy. Have a good one, Steve. Have a good one, guys. Guys, this is the required legal disclaimer. We are only sharing our experience from years of steroid use. We are not doctors, and none of what we say should be regarded as medical advice. Always check with your doctor before taking any drugs or starting any training program.